Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is Spoke. I am Fan. And I'm Big Sue. And today, we are talking about mixed heritage. True. So, the ethnic and cultural landscape of Britain is vastly changing. People of mixed heritage are the UK's fastest growing ethnic group, and an exploration of race, identity, and belonging is permeating conversations around the UK. Trust me, and for many people, being from a mixed heritage background is about carving a space between contrasting cultures and finding your identity within that. Other people may define themselves within one ethnic group as they deem the concept of whiteness as excluding all those who are not. The idea of having to indicate your heritage and ethnicity by a few rigid boxes is something which completely reduces the complexities of one's identity. As the UK is becoming more and more ethnically diverse, we explore the intricacies of coming from a mixed race heritage background, how people cope with staying true to their identity and navigating their way through different cultures. Ooh. This week, we have got. I, I love the way we're going back to back. We got Joy Crooks <laughs> and Swindle. Jeez. Big names. Big names. Trust me. Trust me. We're just I'm talking about nice. marriage at the moment, aren't we? We're talking about hella things. Hella things. Talking about where we're from, where our partners are from. Yeah. Obviously, my girl's mixed. Yeah. What's, her, what's her mix? Mixed. She is from France and Algeria. Okay. So you get me? Is that, it that's, cool? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different one, but it isn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I, it's a bait yeah, one, yeah, yeah. but it's... I was going to say it's pretty bait. It's bait, but they don't really always, you know what I'm saying, more time... No, the Algerians I know people. keep to them. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, her dad's Algerian, her mom's French. So like, when they came together, it was just mad. It was like, what? They're both of their families coming together, like her posh, like not posh. My family ain't posh, but they're from like a nice place in France called Saint Nazaire, where it's like a little village on. It's got the beach and that, like they got their own little town and that, like you know what I'm saying, big yeah. house and that. And then he's just from like Algeria, so right. <laughs> some man, some man from Algeria on a grind. So when they linked <laughs> up, it was mad, like. But yeah, what about your girl? Where's your girl from? She's from. Uh, she grew up in Holland, uh, but she was born in Suriname. Which is next to Guyana, okay. which is like South America. Okay. How does she find growing up in Holland? Because Holland is pretty. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of Surinamese yeah. people. Yeah. So that's like the equivalent yeah. of West Indians in, Holland, in London or whatever. When yeah. I'm in Holland, everyone thinks I'm from Suriname. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You know, she probably like dealt with the same yeah. pros and cons that we do being mixed in England and same in Holland. Except for we don't have like Black Pete and stuff like that. Speaking of being mixed, what is your or what is your opinion of the term mixed race? Um, 
I guess I got so used to it. I've been called so much worse. I'm just waiting for it to become inappropriate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But not not that I know why. I mean, we're. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm two races, different races. I'm, I am mixed. Yeah. Um, but I always say I'm 100% of both. Yeah. When I was little, man, we used to get called half-caste. Like, yeah, like, and that's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm cool with mixed race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been called half-caste. Yeah. It always confuses me a little bit. Yeah. Like, did you really say that? Yeah. But, but it was like kind of normal. That's what I mean yeah, by I'm waiting for it to yeah, become yeah. inappropriate. But then half cast is very problematic. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think what I find mad is like looking back at my... Because I grew up outside of London. So I feel like that in itself is a slight disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up in a school where I was probably one, one of five black kids yeah. or mixed race kids in the school. And, I can relate. Yeah, yeah. And I think like when you are... A minority like that, I think you just come to terms with what you're called, and that is like I was called caramel, and I was fine with that. Like a girl would tell me that um, I'd be prettier if I was white, and I was fine with that because that was that was obviously mm. just what you would. Yeah, that's to, what yeah. was the norm. Yeah, and so I think like when you um, looking back, I just like realized that so much of what we had kind of had ingrained in us as kids is mm. like so wrong. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. I used to get commented on my arm hair a lot. Yeah. I'd just be like, like, at least my eyelashes are banging. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever's on my body is not your business. Yeah. I I didn't realize like any of this was important until, like, I I grew up in Brixton first and then we moved down to a small town just outside of Croydon when I was like eight or nine and then went to a primary school. So I went to a school that was like, as mixed as a school could possibly be to like then being like one of the five and like yeah, day one just coming home like mum what's a wog like, yeah. what's, do you know what I mean yeah. and then just kind of like I'd learning that some people would have a problem with my existence yeah. like at eight was like a weird thing do you know what I'm saying like I never like yeah. took it as normal I definitely felt a way yeah. about the way people would view me how did your mum respond to that? Um, she said Next time someone opens up their mouth and you think they're going to come yeah. out with one of these words, like smack them <laughs> in their teeth and I'll back you. Do you know what I mean? So, Where's your mum from? My mum's English. Your mum's English? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. where's your dad from? Jamaica. Jamaica, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, like the Jamaica English, like, link up is actually similar to the French Algerian link up, if you, if you think about it. <laughs> I right? hear what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying? saying? So, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Ben, that's your mix as well. Growing up, I didn't really know that um, these kind of like things were a problem. Like the way that people would speak to me was a problem. And I think, um, because I never really went back and told my parents about it. And my brother, we were all both going through it at the same time, but you never see it as a problem. So I think it's one of those things that like, only now am I really realizing and talking to my dad about it, like what the hell was happening. And I've always lived in a white area with white friends mm. and then I come to London and it's completely different yeah it's like it's a hard topic to talk about because when it's been ingrained in you for so long it's like you have to unlearn those yeah, things yeah yeah and what is normal and what why is that not normal and like actually what is mixed race why am I identified as mixed race when there are so many people who like everybody's of a mixed race in, in a kind of way so I think it's like 
Do you know what I'm saying? Everybody actually, is a mix of races. Yeah. Yeah. Every country. Even yeah. when you said like, where's my mum from? She's English. Yeah. But actually, yeah. it's like, oh, did you know your granddad yeah. was actually Italian? Yeah. And mm. did you know and da 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 and you know that we mm. came from here and our we, grandma was born in Birmingham. Which is the story of immigration. And it's just like, yeah. I guess we're mixed race because our heritage are considered racist, do you know what I'm saying? But Whereas then, yeah. maybe being a mix of five different countries where people are white, you're not considered mixed race because that's considered one race. Whereas yeah. someone from Algeria yeah. or Brazil or... I think it's a question I mean? of culture though in the sense that like not to put other countries down, which is why I'm not going to mention countries in this, but there will be some European countries that will have a stronger culture yeah. than others. And that can also be a story of immigration as well because a lot of, you know, you might get countries like London is almost a country in itself, which yeah. has a huge culture, but it is made up of so many different cultures. Yeah. So, you know, people associate us with bangers and mash, but actually I associate myself with Irish bars and dal and curry. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. and actually you get like Irish culture, which is a very strong culture, or like Jamaican culture, which is a very strong culture. So it really depends like if your cultures are watered down and like, you know, you may have had an Italian grandfather, but none of his pride of his culture or even maybe he just didn't want to pass down his he culture or his mother tongue that's, that's the do, reason we do you see know. what I mean exactly yeah, or yeah. death or any yeah, of these yeah, things yeah. it just doesn't trickle down because then you don't get to have that experience of that culture do you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. which isn't necessarily a bad thing it's just that that's just what happens with <clears throat> immigration in general whether you're yeah. from a white country or whether you're from whatever I think when you immigrate from somewhere you, and have kids in said place like you kind of want to like you see that in like Jamaican families, like some of us like never been to Jamaica but know so much about yeah. our culture yeah, and yeah, yeah, understand yeah. like but this language is the thing, and but all this also... all this kind of stuff because it's important f- for us to have it in our upbringing. Do you know what I mean? We still for do sure. really traditional stuff, even though I for live sure. a very London British life. One hundred. But then you think about stuff like African Americans. And they don't know where they've come from. Yeah. Like they see the color of their skin, but they don't know what. And we're really fortunate to be able to go now, even if I haven't gone back home to Jamaica or Bangladesh or there, or whatever. Yeah. At least I know I'm from there and the culture's brought over here. Yeah. And, you know, um, even though there's a story of migration, it's come with the food, the culture, the stories, the history. And unfortunately, there's only so much that a lot of like African-Americans can know. And that for me is... That's mad because if you think about it, sometimes I think about a lot of Bengalis migrating to the UK and maybe like our parents, no matter if they're Bengali, whatever culture they're from or country they're from. And some parents not wanting to teach us the mother tongue. Some parents not wanting to teach us how to wrap a sari, how to do this, how to do that, because they don't want you to go through the same shit as they went through. Yeah. But I think it is that education that allows you to turn this idea of it, like the negative of being mixed race into a positive that allows you to... But then that's so difficult in yeah. itself as well because you'll get people around you being like, well, why do you want to look back? Why do yeah. you... You know who you are. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And your interest in your culture then becomes a, a subject of like of like a, a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like when it's not your business, what yeah. I do with my cultures. Yeah, you know, true. so I feel like with mixed heritage, you might, re- you know... You, I'm Bangladeshi Irish. I might someday just be on learning about Bangladesh. And that's yeah. happened. I've been on, no, you know what? I know about my Irish side. My dad has taught me a lot. I'm going to learn so much about Bangladesh. Mm. And then that might offend my Irish parent or someone in my Irish family. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not your business because 
magically I was made for a womb <laughs> with, with Bengali and Irish in me. And if I want to understand my Irish side for four weeks, or if I want to go to Bangladesh for three months and understand who I am, that's not your business. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it comes with all these different complexities as mm-hmm. well from outside opinions that aren't necessarily always valid at all even if they are your blood it's like actually no like I want to understand even if you're um, you know like my Bangladeshi side might be like why would you want to understand about your Irish side or you know like if you think about some of the wars as well if you're English and the Jamaican side might have like a stigma towards that some of your Jamaican family might be like well why would you want to know about your English side Mm. Mm. I guess that the biggest misconception about mixed people is like Mm. we have this like choice to pick a side or something yeah <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean yeah this yeah. is the thing and this is what I find sad about like like my upbringing slightly is yeah. you didn't put the lineage yeah. Yeah, exactly exactly yeah. no but I get you like I didn't grow up with my dad didn't it like, my dad's yeah. Lebanese I was raised by my mum so like I consider myself an African person yeah like I'm blatantly a black cute yeah <laughs> but I look Arab I look yeah. like I'm Moroccan yeah. Obviously, I'm rocking. But you don't feel in... But I'm not... I, obviously, I'm Lebanese. I know that. I, I talk to my dad and that. You know what I'm saying? I know about my sides and that, I know. But if you ask me, what do I think I am? I think I'm African. I even yeah. talk like an African. Yeah. Like, mm. deep down. Where's like, mum from? I'm also from Sierra Leone. Okay. Yeah. So, like, because she raised me, I didn't have that Lebanese side. Like, obviously, do you know what's mad, though? My mum's dad is the same mix as me. Yeah. So, I'm a bit more Lebanese. So, my mum grew up with Lebanese culture. So, when she raised me, she gave me, like, the Lebanese side, but... Yeah. Like men eat food for that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Like so, yeah. but when I'm with African youths, they don't they don't think that's af. But then when I can, I can speak Creole, isn't it fluently? Right. So there's times I'll be with people who are from Sierra Leone. They be like, "Oh, I'm from Sierra Leone." I'm like, "What thing? Cause show me, buddy." They're like, "We saying, bro." Yeah. I'm like, "Brother, you said you're from Sierra Leone." Cause yeah. like, what? They're like, oh, "I don't even speak the language." Like, like it's mad. Sometimes I think mm. of it like that. Sometimes there's people who have a Sierra Leone, Sierra Leone mom and dad. But they haven't gone back to the country and they don't know. You know what I'm saying? But me, I just raised my mom. mom. Like, I'm harsh learning, but I, I've gone back to the country. I can cook jollof. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're so lucky. You're that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. What you're saying you're about luck, like, luck. That's what I'm saying. It's true. Like, I'm lucky that I was... I, I, I think I, I'm lucky that I've been able to experience the culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people do have that cut off when they come to this country. They just want their children to just be British. Yeah. And just know about and where they're from. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I don't know, for me, that don't make sense. Cause no. like for me, I never went through that. And all the people around me, they are all like immersed into their culture. They all everyone represents where they're from. Because all my friends are from different places, but like a lot of my friends are Arab, yeah. And like they all like my boys that's Iraqi. Like man knows you're Iraqi. You're talking mm. about Iraq all the time. My boy that's Iranian talking about Iran all the time. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's a bit different. But then when I'm with my brothers that are like I can't, like a couple of my boys are St. Lucian and that like they won't really talk about where they're from and like mm. what their culture and stuff yeah. so I think I don't know it's mad I feel like certain certain places I can, like now I'm understanding it because you lot said it like I always thought about that why do man not really talk about where they're from yeah. and, but now now the way you're putting it make, is making it make well, sense to me yeah I think the thing is is that it is like it is this idea of protection like right now where we are right now it's it's cool for us to be able to talk about this and it's cool for us to be able to like share stories, investigate it a little bit. But I think the thing is, is that when our parents or our grandparents moved to England, it's a completely different story. Mm. And like I think that it is, like I said, about education because unless you really know what they went through, it's so hard to really understand. Well, to contextualise why you are the way Exactly, yeah. exactly. I think the thing is, it's generational trauma as well. And we yeah. forget that, 
Like even mm. didn't Sierra Leone mm. have a war as well? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like a hundred percent. So you have you have these stories that our parents went through, and it's kind of like imagine they like the way I see it is I imagine my grandma fighting so hard to like get out of Bangladesh. Then she ends up in Iran. She wasn't even born in Iran. She was none of our family Iranian. She ends up in Iran, and then there's enough another war, mm. uh-huh. and then she's over here, sort of political asylum. My mom comes here. Imagine my mom's like not really seen her mum that much growing up, this, that, whatever. All these levels of trauma, all these levels of difficulty. Mm. And so when she comes over to the UK and then they're treating her like she doesn't belong in the country when she's seen all of this outside the country or my grandma's seen all of this outside the country Mm. and England's sometimes played a part in those problems and then you you travel all the way to the country and then they go they don't you know we don't want you you're not good enough your skin color is not good enough the way you speak the way you smell isn't good enough then of course it's understandable that when you have a child you go well I don't want them to go through what I went through when it isn't necessarily the best thing because they haven't been able to have the generation we have where we can be proud and we can have podcasts about being mixed and we can have podcasts about like what food you like and recommending uh. a Lebanese grill to me and <laughs> da, da, da. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas those conversations weren't happening. Even mental health, our parents probably didn't weren't allowed to articulate as much as we are. We're mm-hmm. so lucky, but at the same time, unfortunately, in the process of us becoming this lucky and being this articulate and having the lives we've had and growing up that in contact, London yeah. and growing up without war, like we've also had to sacrifice things. Yeah. I don't know my mother tongue. Yeah. Irish people only in the West people speak Gaelic now. Yeah. And that was the country's language. And this is the thing, like, stuff gets watered down, watered down, watered down. And half of it is very, very rational and reasonable and understandable because of the traumas that our parents have been through, because of the lack of mental health awareness. But then becomes this generation of generation, um, they call us the third generation, like, mm. and we're not third generation, but like as in mixed kids and growing up in all these different environments and adapting to different cultures and, you know, growing up in ethnic minority areas, etc. But there's always feels like sometimes there's a little bit piece of us missing. Yeah. yeah and we're actually allowed to articulate that. Yeah. So it's not a good or a bad thing. It's, it's kind of just what we're in now. And we're just, I think it's a really beautiful generation because actually we're, we're so interested and yeah. we want to have these yeah, conversations and we want to learn about, like I'd love to learn about Jamaica. Why? Because yeah. a lot of my friends are Jamaican or because it's, I think Jamaica's had a huge impact on this city. Yeah. And I respect that so much. And I want to learn about Sierra Leone. I want to learn about this, that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're allowed to. And that's beautiful. But we also have to like unlearn things like you said in ourselves. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, I'm always interested in that complex because I don't want to be this whiny mixed-race person that's like, my life is so hard. No, No, I acknowledge that I have, like, forms of privilege, like my skin is lighter than my family's, this, that, whatever. But I'm also so willing to have the conversations that we're having and, like, understand more that maybe my parents didn't want to teach me, you know? Well, personally, I think that being mixed-race is a gift. Like, because there's so many gifts. Yeah. So many. Yeah, 100%. And I don't know about you, but I'd love to hear what what you think the gifts are of being mixed race. I mean, I'd love both my cultures. And like I said, and I'll always say for the rest of my life, I'm 100% of both. And we all are 100% Mm. of both. Mm. Like, doesn't matter if we don't speak the language. It's in our blood. Yeah. Yeah. We had 100% of one parent and 100% of the other, even if they weren't necessarily always in our lives. They... That's what I'm made of. Yeah. I even say I'm 100% like South London because I grew up there. That's where I'm from. So these are the places I take influence from. And these are what I'm made of. And therefore, like, 
my gifts are it's, my gifts are sunshine in South London. Yeah. My gifts are showing you around like my area. My gifts are my mannerisms. My gifts are the fact mm. that when you come to my house, I'll feed you. Like my gifts are being open, being able to listen to people. And I think this all comes from my culture because I'm a sponge and this is what I grew up in. Do you know what I mean? So when I say my culture, I'm not going, well, this is the Bangladeshi side. <laughs> I'm going, well, this is yeah. no, this yeah. is probably out of one of these compartments that have made me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's not only down to my countries, that's yeah. down to my neighborhood. That's down to the stories in my neighborhood. That's down to the people that have been in my life. That's down to the problems I've had or the experiences I've had growing up. It's down to everything. And I yeah. think it's so simple for people to be like, well, you know, that's very Jamaican of you. Or, that's yeah. quite Bengali of you. Da, 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 da. Mm. It's like, no, we're, we're more than just two countries as well. Yeah. Do you know my what I mean? My family definitely does that. Like, yeah. My daughter does something. They'll be like, yeah, look, that's the Jamaican. Da, da, da. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's endearing. Yeah. But I think that it's very simple to be able to yeah. put people in their, yeah. in their box, in their box, you know. Yeah, when you are 100% so of one country, you can't keep just going, oh, that's the British in them. Well, yeah. yeah, but they might have like... They might have spent some time in Deptford. They might have spent some time here, there. They might have, they might have lived out in Africa for two years. You don't know. Yeah. So like, people are people because they're made of so many different things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And what I find so interesting is that obviously, black music itself has become so, um, like it's just become like massively popular over like the past I don't know, say five five years. And I think it's always I say 100 popular. years. I think, think it's always yeah, been... Yeah, I'm because like, inve- years, black man. people invented all, like, yeah. all genres, I, I believe. Yeah. Like jazz, blues, yeah. soul. Anything since classical. Yeah. Class- like obviously, when you open a book, you're not going to see... You see Handel and Beethoven, but who said that there wasn't a black guy doing exactly the same yeah. stuff, if not better? Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I feel like, yeah. like black but, artists have existed yeah. and, and been pop throughout yeah. time. Yeah. That is true, one hundred percent. But I guess they, like the the rise of grind. So. Yeah, so in England, yeah, 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 yeah in yeah, England. Yeah. And I think what is so interesting and say for the rise Instead of grind of indie is, music. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say in artism. Indie died in two thousand nine. It's actually been um, ten years. Yeah. But so like, the, <laughs> so like, it's, it's been. That's, that's crazy, Kate Nashville and Emma. I love um, indie. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, go on. Bombay Sorry. Bicycle Club. Um, say like the rise of grime and just like the dialect and the language used in in grime and how that's become so common in like young white kids I think is really interesting Dude, how do you feel about that? because <laughs> they're the dem- demographic that take it in yeah <laughs> which is mad I find that UK, mental if yeah. you look at the UK yeah, who makes up the UK innit? when man does yeah. a UK tour where are you going? you know what I'm yeah. saying? don't get it twisted there's, mix- there's mixtures <laughs> in every place it's like, if you're in Knots there's like a lot of people from the Caribbean yeah. if you're in Bristol it's man mixed if you're in Birmingham there's a lot of Asian people it got like like Liverpool is light skinned people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. mixtures across the UK, but the main demographic that taking music across if you're from like England making music, who's gonna be taking your music? Yeah. It's the white people. Yeah. Obviously, you're gonna have people that from all over the world listen to music. If you're big in England, yeah. let's say Stormzy, for example. Yeah. yeah. Just to break down who a lot of his fan fans are, it's gonna yeah, be but young white the, people. Who the majority, yeah, they're the majority in the UK full stop. That's what I was gonna That's say. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, like, I, Someone should check out the like the right percentage, but I'm sure it's something like only twelve percent of England actually isn't white. It's much smaller. I than think it's like I, f- I think it's feel like, like. it's bare small. I think it's like oh, what is it? I can't remember, man. I, I can't remember. I'm not gonna say it, and then man just gassing. But would you tick on the phone? You see when you get these forms? Yeah, yeah, that's white, true. White Did you ancient. ever get taught? Like I got taught, just don't like, don't play into it, and just go so, for other. I just do mixed other. Yeah. 
Yeah, I say white and Asian, but I don't know. I always have this weird feeling that because I, I find it weird when I look at those boxes too. Yeah. But it depends yeah. also as well if it's like a I police also officer with a doctor. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's one hundred percent. Yeah, but if it's your genetics as well, like when when it's like the doctor, or if I'm seeing like a nutritionist, which I've only seen once in my life, I'm not out here seeing nutritionists. Jeez. But no, because I'm gluten intolerant, and actually, okay, I think that it's really important to know. Where you're from, because mm. that's going to have yeah. a huge effect on if you're lactose intolerant, if you're oh, gluten intolerant. So yeah. like, here's so the thing, yeah. So when my wife's pregnant and she's from Suriname, both her parents are mixed. So she's got Indonesian, West African, European blood in her, Mad. probably equally. But when she went to on on the form, she actually wasn't on it. It was like Black Caribbean, White, Asian, and like it just wasn't on there. She's South American, Caribbean. It just weren't on there. And I was kind of looking at the midwife like. Does this mean that she's susceptible to everything yeah. or nothing? Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know, it's yeah. like... It's complicated, isn't that, it? Yeah, yeah but it's, that, that only goes same, so far, I think. Us. Like, I could have a completely Irish stomach, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and just, I can't hack yeah. spice. But I can hack spice, yeah. but you know... Like, it's not, I don't think it's as simple as going, oh, this is, like I said yeah. back to before, it's like, oh, this yeah. is your Irish, this, that. But I it think it's important. It. Yeah. And I think that when I found out I was gluten intolerant, yeah. uh, funnily enough, like a lot of people on my Irish side have stomach yeah. problems. So I was like, okay, cool. That's from this side of like the genetics. Yeah. But then I saw the doctor again and he was like, you realize if you lived in a hot country, all of these issues would be gone. Right. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's definitely not the Irish side, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, I think it's in, it's yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, and knowing how, how well you can deal with um, lactose. Man, you definitely can't that eat no black, cheese, man. Black and Asian people can't eat yeah. lactose. I still munch it. I still eat, I can't lie. Yeah, I I'm do warring. sometimes. I'm yeah, warring. Yeah. I feel pieces. like being being ethnic in general <laughs> is convincing yourself that you're not intolerant to like yeah. just your whole oh, life trust, yeah. until one day you have yeah. like a cheese string and you throw up. Nah, yeah. man, stop drinking milk. I can't lie. Man came to the conclusion. My mum was the one that she's like, listen, we need. She said as a family. <laughs> We're buying almond milk. <laughs> we're not buying no more grated cheese. Like I used yeah. to make mac and cheese every day. Like I'll make it from scratch and yeah, like, yeah. I'll cook the roux, everything. Boom. Fill up the best of my sauce. Bear cheese, bear mozzarella. Do you make like. your own pasta? Nah, G. You said you I'm not Italian. I'm not Italian. I can make pasta, <laughs> get me. That's light work. What's that? Egg and flour. Come on, Ak. <laughs> Come on, it's egg and flour, sir. You just roll it and then leave it. Come on, man can be Italian, don't you? Come on. Ciao bella. <laughs> you Ciao tell bella. yourself that. Ciao bella. You know what I'm saying? But... But no, for no, like, no more. Yeah, man, no it's more Sorry. Yeah. I, miss, um, I miss milk. I can't lie, I miss it. It makes cereal taste better. True. Oat oh. milk and cereal, all these. I've tried every combo, fam. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's I don't, not, I not working, fam. Do you know what yeah. works? <laughs> with porridge, coconut milk with porridge is nice. Yeah. Coconut water coconut with milk, porridge is so good. Oh, no, I couldn't do that. It's so good, I'm not going to lie. I don't know about store. porridge. Really good. <laughs> I don't know about porridge in general, but I just, you know, like when I do eat it, when I'm feeling like healthy, which is once every year, it's nice with coconut milk. <laughs> Race, ethnicity and nationality, what's the difference? Ooh. Well, sorry, say that again. Race, ethnicity, nationality. What's the difference? Nationality is uh, what's on your passport. Yeah, so nationality, I'm Irish. Okay. I'm yeah. British. No, it's British too. British. Irish passport, the most neutral passport in the world. I go anywhere, flick that out. Oh, I'm an eighth nice. Irish. Oh, let me in. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. And obviously, because I don't look 
I don't look necessarily Irish. Yeah. I don't have to like they don't they don't have to give me their whole backstory because they go, oh, she's probably an eighth like me as well. She's probably just her grandma. And I go, yeah. <laughs> can it. I go through your past? Can I go through your airport now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, great. And no questions asked. Never eyebrows never raised. And you give someone an Irish passport, they're like, okay, Paddy. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's it's so cool. it's so neutral. Obviously, sometimes there's a conflict because I feel like. I step out looking like me and then with an Irish passport and it's just like, where does she buy this? Have you ever had that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? I was saying that I got um, I got off a Eurostar and ironically, it was a brown woman. I think she's Pakistani. She took me aside and she was like, ma'am, where have you come from? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Not a refugee camp. Yeah, I have come from Belgium, but like, you know. Mm. And then obviously, I just felt like an idiot getting out of Irish passport her looking at me, yeah. then looking at the passport, then looking at me. And I just went, I hope she doesn't look in my bag because I had, like I said, I had a huge statue of the Virgin Mary in there. Just so random. <laughs> <laughs> but I just looked really day. fresh that day, to be fair, because I had like the high-waisted acid wash jeans. I had a Scott Bomber jacket and I had a beret tilt into the side. So I looked like I'd just fought some <laughs> kind of like revolution in Iran or some shit. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so fair news to How her. long did it last? Did you manage to get away quickly? Or was I like, I could feel like I just, I was sweating in places yeah. I didn't know I could sweat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then I rang up my mum and I was crying. Oh. And I was just like, they never treated you like this. She's like, darling, you walk out and you are that bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, mom, cool. Okay, that's cool. fine. Yeah, fine. And then um, race and ethnicity. What are they? What do you think? Race what, and where do we go? Ooh. Ethnicity, I guess, is like what's in your blood. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like quite measurable, yeah. I think. Yeah, but when you, okay, yeah, so let me hear it like this. What race are you? Yeah. How mixed would you race. answer that question? Mixed race. Yeah. I'm a mix of races. Okay, yeah. mix of race. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay, fair, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. That's why. That's I a big that. umbrella. Mixed race is a big. Everyone just means yeah. like light race skin. is a big Everyone umbrella. Everyone thinks it just man. means yeah, light yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Even my girl, like my girl's French and Nigerian, I tell her, you're not mixed race. I'll just say you're white. Get a bare note. It's so funny. It's so funny. But she's mixed race. But like, man said, I, like, I'm always like, it's exclusive to light-skinned people. Like, I say, when we tan, it's different. <laughs> she gets bare she, she gets so annoyed. It's so funny. But then when you think about it, yeah, like, I'm blatantly trying to air, isn't it? It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not like, she is mixed race as well. She doesn't okay. have to go to Spain and be addressed as Morena, which means brown. Literally translates. I, I get called brown Say in Spain. it again. Morena. 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 So like it's it's an, it's a sweet thing, but it literally translates to brown. Brown. Yeah. So it's just like going, oh brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in like a sweet way, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just like. A, but actually, know. no. On that, I want to talk about like what you've been called and like because the other day my friend was like, life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Talking about um, how she grew up in a school where this kid was called Brown Bear because he was the only black guy in the school. And he went My along God. with it. He went along with it because like, that was him. He was Brown Bear. Yeah. yeah. So. Every single Jamaican man on Portobello Road has called me Pocahontas once oh. or twice. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of them. Oh, but you know what? Bellow. It's the way that they deliver it that yeah. I go, you know what? You're such you a sweetheart. It doesn't matter. Oh, Bella, you know. Yeah. Oh, my days. Yeah. Pocahontas. Zero. Poca. Oh, just, you see a couple of my Arab legends, yeah? I'll be with their friends and that. And like, they'll just like, just call me the N-word and stuff. Like, just talk to me like, what up, bro? Like, bro, we we doing? Yeah, they, think they like they express their like idea of what a black person is to me yeah. all the time. Like, and you're and not. It's put, not like you're the ambassador. I have to of pull that. them up. Yeah. When I was younger, not now. Obviously, not now. You know what I'm saying? Now, maybe it's once in a while, isn't it? Once in a while, man will chuck a little accent. I'm not talking about my dogs. Obviously, my dogs they might chat rubbish, but when I'm with their friends, sometimes or with, or with their people, or in a place, or if I'm in a mosque. You know what I'm saying? If I'm in a mosque or if I go to like a youth club in the ends, or like, but it's bare Arab youth. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, do you ever feel like they seek validation? Oh, all the time, yeah, bruv. Yeah. All the time. Bear with them. Like, they say the N word. If there was a black person here, you would not be doing that. Cause yeah. It's like, you, what's wrong with you, fam? Why are you talking to me like 50 Cent? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But this is when I was younger. This is when I was younger. Some 2006 you proper, swag. Michael like, <laughs> you man are bare racist to black people, but you just, you will never show, man. Yeah. You, you'll show me, though. Do you ever feel like they pick yeah. and choose? Yeah, 100%. Because mm. yeah. when I'll, I'll be with them, I'll be like the only black brother, but I'm not black to them. Like, yeah. you know? I feel it's like, like the caste system is very It's like prevalent. their way of saying, yeah. like, you're cool. I feel like sometimes yeah. both yeah. sides do that. Um, so like mm. someone might just be like, they're comfortable enough to tell their racist jokes in front of you. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've got an in. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what basically, I mean? Basically. Or they yeah. might be comfortable to like, I don't know, talk down white chicks to you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgetting yeah. the fact that your mum's white. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's this kind of like... Yeah, I've definitely, definitely seen it's, You're right. You're part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could yeah. be one of us, like, yeah. for as long as you put up with, like, yeah. our open racism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Towards your other so side. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, man. And that's the thing, like, like I said, I grew up in quite a white environment. And right. so, like, these kind of things were, like, I wouldn't necessarily know that there was something going mm. wrong until I step out of that. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I got called, called caramel and, like, milky coloured for, like, the duration <laughs> of my school years. And like, I didn't think anything was wrong with it. Mm. I was just like, yeah, okay. Right. That's what I am. Mm. One time... um. Um, one of my white friends he's not really a friend anymore he said um, you're basically black joy because we were around so many white people yeah. that he was basically comparing me to the fact that you're so different to all of us that you're you're basically black joy and I went but but I'm, but I'm not <laughs> and you've been to my house and you've met yeah. my mum and you've met my dad that, and and it's, it's like frustrating and I'm not and then, yeah. but, but it's like okay so what, what is your definition of black and then I just thought like, because, right, so then I was thinking, okay, maybe he's saying that because he's stereotyping black people mm. for people from South London or 
Do you know what I mean? It's like, what's your definition mm. of black exactly? Because if I'm so... Next time we tell someone, no, no, I'm not racist. I've got a black friend. He's talking about you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Imagine. And I just... I did, it, it, Like, that, that sentence has always confused me yeah. about that friend. Yeah. For the rest of my life, like, I always think about that. Because we were at, you know, we weren't 9, 10. We were mm. fully, like, 16. Yeah. An mm. age where you know what's mm. coming out your mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, and the, there's been a moment like that for me when I think, I think I must have been, like, 15, just getting into makeup. And I was like, oh, I want to buy some foundation. And my friend was like, you can't buy foundation. You're black. And I was like, and that for me was a moment where I was like, you're crazy. Like, this is crazy. What age are you, 16? Pardon? What age are you, 16? Yeah, about that. That is 15, so... Like, the way I see it is you're 16. You know yeah. what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Like, wash it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But they, it's, it's this, like... When you're, when you're in the school think. where, like, you want the only ones, like, yeah. sometimes, like, you challenging that might mean you don't have no friends. Mm. Yeah. Do you ever feel Do you ever feel too white To be in black spaces Yeah 100% <laughs> Yeah Yeah, yeah. And I think that That is another Especially when I first Came to London Yeah I was going to say Because like, London's yeah. like Hello Yeah Like we're yeah. all here Do you know what I mean LA baby <laughs> Every No there's like yeah. Everyone yeah. Every from, Everyone from around the world Is yeah. here So you'll find yeah. your people Yeah but And I think like same, that yeah. yeah you find your people But then you have to Like we said at the beginning Relearn yeah. Or learn what is right and what is wrong. And I think, like, so for me, it took a while. My, um, this is really interesting because my brother is, like, we both we grew up just outside of Birmingham, but obviously my brother's older, so he spent more time in Birmingham and spent more time with having, like, having black friends. And so for him, it wasn't so much of a shift. For mm, me, it was, mm, like, mm. and I found it pretty hard to, like, really... Yeah, really identify with both different sides. Because it, it does feel like you're in two different... Sometimes mm. it does feel like you're in two different social groups. 100%. And I think like that's the crazy... But do you know what I find mad? Is like when you are friends... So you get all this stuff from your white friends being like, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're this, you're that, you're, you're rem yeah. constantly reminding you how ethnic you are. But then when you're around, like when I'm around Bengali people... You're like nothing. I'm like... Yeah. And they're like, you're so white. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. I'm thinking, mm. well, like... Who am I? Like, yeah. I think... No, no, I don't think that anymore, actually. Yeah. I think, shut the fuck up because yeah. it's my choice who yeah. I am. Like When you start saying stuff, people stop. Man, yeah. yeah. And it's how you carry yourself as well. I'm just like, you cannot test who I am because I'm here and this is who I am and there's no way. Yeah. How long but, did it take you to get to that stage? Um, I'd say when I was like... In, I'd say in the last year and a half, okay. two years. Yeah. I feel like it's just... I'm, I'm tired of... I bet when you meet Sierra Leonean people... Uh, it's just tiring to explain it now. You know what I do? Actually, I was at, I got invited to BBC Asian Network oh, yeah. to perform as an Asian artist, right? And South Asian, because obviously BBC Asian Network, generally all the people there that night were South Asian. Yeah. Indian, Pakistani, Sri Lankan, Bangladeshi, whatever, right? Yeah. I've just finished performing at the South Asian, BBC South Asian <laughs> event, yeah? This woman comes up to me. She grabs my hair. Am I slightly problematic? <laughs> She's also South Asian. I have a traditional South Asian hairpiece in my hair. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm at a South Asian event. She goes, um, do you know what this is in your hair? And you know what? I thought, I'm just going to tell her no. No. And I went, no, love, I don't. And she went, where are you from? And I went, Bangladesh. Then I took my hair back and I was like, and it's called Parandi. And then she was like, 
she was mad confused. And I just thought, you know what? I didn't even need to explain myself first yeah. and foremost, which is why I said no. But I'm just tired mm. of... It's boring now. Yeah. It's so boring. Yeah. Yeah. You must have that. I do get it. Sound, no, but you know what it is for me? Back here, a lot of Salem people I meet, the young people that I meet don't know about it. Do you get me? They don't really know about back home. A lot of them. Like... Yeah. Bare people that I meet when I ask them about But then I think that that lends itself to more ignorance because then yeah. they're quicker to go with you. No, you're not Sierra Leone. Yeah, I hear that. Like, I get that from Bengalis and I'm like, but I've been back home yeah. and you haven't and we're the same age and you've grown up in London yeah. as well and you're telling me I'm not Bengali when you don't, yeah. you don't even know what people look like back home. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, how, where does that, how does that work? Yeah, it's <laughs> for me, I don't know, for me, it's one of them like, when I'll be around like my, my, my brothers that are black and that, like, like I said, we wouldn't really get into it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. They, 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 they well. never yeah. talk never talk about oh you're Nigerian, you're Ghanaian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. it'll be me talking about it. Because mm. I've always yeah. been interested in it. But I don't know, man. When I was growing up, like obviously I'll be in sometimes I'll be in spaces where man man will be around like a lot of black people and they'll be like, they'll, some man, if they haven't met man, they'll think, who's this little rocking you trying to yeah. think he's black? Like, but like, gee, I'm more black than you act. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's not about that, innit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not about that. I think for me, it's, it's one of them. Like, I do get what you're saying about like people like like trying to question you. It's annoying yeah. because you think because of the way man look like. I'm, like that's what I'm saying. That like, my dad is Lebanese, yeah, but he's grown up in Africa his whole life. So he's like mad African. Like he sounds African. Just music like African. I think kind, people like. need to differentiate you know color from culture. Yes. And I think it's, it's, that actually, like, yeah, you might be like a skin. Da, da, da. I know Izzy Bizu, she's um yeah. Ethiopian and, and mixed with potentially white, I'm not sure. Yeah. This girl like speaks um Amharic. She like she loves her culture, she's all about her culture. So I don't think I think it's very ignorant for people from back home, or not even from back home that are from our countries here, for to then for, for them to then be like mm. Oh no, but you're you're not this, and it's like, well, yeah. you're the one speaking the mother tongue, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and man. do you know what I mean? Yeah, and course. that for me, that doesn't that's something that I, that doesn't make much sense either. It's like you don't have to. Like mannerism is just as strong as looks to me as well in some mm. ways. If mm. does that make sense? Mm. A lot of people you can tell where they're from, man, by their mannerisms. Yeah, mm. Mm. especially like Caribbean people, you can often like. You can differentiate north and south from west and east of London, let alone like culture. From mannerism. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, mannerism is so important. Yeah. I have a Bengali girl, um, like a girlfriend. She's like, I've been close with her for ages. And she said, Joy. And this was one of the most affirming things because she uh, was born there. Like, she's Bengali through and through. And she said, Joy, don't listen to people that want to tell you X, Y, Z. She was like, I watch you. And the way you feed people, the way you carry yourself, you have it in you. You fed that, me still first day yeah. you met in the studio. So did, yeah, did, yeah, did I? Yeah, did yeah, I feed you, you as well? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what did I get you? You good curry, man. You brought it to studio. Quick man. one. Uh, did I bring yeah, a curry? Yeah, oh my curry. gosh, that is so yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that's genetics? Do you think that's the same to do with your Mannerism. DNA? Mannerism. No, it's, it's, it's roof. It's under my roof. That's just yeah. what happened. But like, yeah. But then I did an interview with this artist the other day and he was talking about his daughter. And he'd never, never, like, danced to music in front of his daughter, never, like, been on the piano in front of his daughter. And his, his daughter's a year old now, and his daughter is on the piano trying to work out the keys. It's nodding her, her head to music. So, like, for me, I think some things are... Maybe do... she's just naturally one years old and lit. 
Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like every human is built with that in them. Like music yeah. is like such a pure human thing to do to react to vibrations. It's like we're all born with that. And then yeah. but it's like some kids are just more into it. Some kids are more into it. Distracted from it. My little brother, when he was two or three years old, he used to sing back Bob Dylan lyrics to me. And I was like, okay, you're going to be one of those kids. <laughs> like he's, what's, the di- what's the age difference? Um, 15 years. Okay. So he's six now and he's written um, he's written his own script Sick. for a movie. And he wants me to work in the Indian restaurant in his movie. <laughs> which is uh, low-key problematic. You know, <laughs> he's six, so we move regardless. <laughs> I've got a huge question. Would you guys date someone from one of your... And I know that doesn't sound like anything because some people yeah. are like, it's, not, it's nothing yeah. like, of course. But would you date someone that was Jamaican... English or like not just yeah. Jamaican or just yeah, English yeah. would you date yeah, a, 1, yeah. A, a, yeah. a Lebanese person or Sierra Leone my mum will never let me go out with someone from Sierra Leone see this is what I see, find this so is what I'm interested because yeah. she knows yeah. <laughs> right. see, I knew I'd write it out yeah. of someone Shalom, hey, nah you know what because yeah my mum's one of them like proper like she's like yeah never <laughs> really right. Don't I, get twisted. She's a good girl. That? Makes sense. Like she's a good girl. It, it doesn't matter. Like I'll chat to my mum, but my mum will definitely not want me to go out with a woman from Sierra Leone. And how do you feel about that? Like if born in England and in Sierra Leone, she might maybe one day be like, "Cool, that's fine." After years of asking, please. And but that, born in yeah. Sierra Leone, but he, yeah. because yeah. bro, she just. Like, gee, like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it, but you have to be real on this thing. So I'm going to be real. Like, it's one of them where my mum, African people, <laughs> the way the way they are, yeah. Do you think is, she'd rather is, you date someone lighter? She, no, it's not, no, it's not about that. Okay. She doesn't so mind that. Do she that. just doesn't like their ways. Okay. And when you've grown up in the round, you've seen it, you know the way people are, isn't it? And don't get it twisted. That's what I'm saying. Any person, if I was to meet the right person, yeah. cool. But I feel like it's one of them. Like, you know, like certain people, they stay away from certain things. A lot of people I know, they like to stay away from what they are. Mm. I don't know what it is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I got a lot of friends that, I got friends that I'm rocking. I say to them, right, like, do you not want to marry a Moroccan thing? Nah, man, never. Da, da, da. Right. Go, what? Why? Like, my Moroccan brethren is like, I ain't looking at nothing that's not Moroccan. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. And then you got man like, the other way. You've just like narrowed you know down saying? like the, the pool so much. I think it comes down to religion as well. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A massive that's part. True. I think so. Yeah. And I think that as for me, like coming from Bangladesh, which is a Muslim country, like there are, and unfortunately, something that I notice when I'm back home and also when I when I just ride through Whitechapel or Bangladeshi areas if I want to wear a short skirt someday I'm going to wear a short skirt if I want to do this if I want to have a tattoo I will that's what I do with my body my body's my choice right Um, my grandma's the same my grandma's practicing Muslim prays five times a day she wears whatever she wants yeah Mm. she wears whatever she wants she does her she does does it her way Mm. and she's not up for judgment and I think that unfortunately in like Bangladesh men feel like they are gatekeepers of judgment. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not trying to overgeneralize, but yeah. there is there is this thing in South Asia, you know, they some people say online, like if you're a woman, <clears throat> and a lot of brown people yeah. from these countries say if you're a woman, don't go and travel by yourself in these countries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so for me, that's how I intellectualize the fact that I've never dated a Bengali boy. I'm not saying I never will, mm. but it's very hard for me 
because I know that in my culture, I'm, I'm, you know, I came from majority, just a w- woman lineage on my Bangladeshi side because a lot of the men, unfortunately, were killed in the war. Mm. But I don't know. It's just, are they going to see eye to eye with me? Are they going to treat me equally? And not, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to over, I don't want to generalize. I know, yeah. yeah, I don't want to generalize. But it's not, it's not an easy thing to say because I'm not trying to offend anyone, but it's like when you're from that culture, I don't know, you just. That's what I'm saying. You understand the aspect of it, aspect of it. That's Mm. obviously a negative thing that might not be in a person at all. Yeah, we're open to the fact that someone will walk through and not adhere to any of those things. I think this is life. I think certain things in life you have to like. Not just put in a box and generalize, but certain things are like understanding. Acknowledge. Yeah, you have to acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always felt like because I'm mixed, whoever I end up with is going to be a mixed relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? See, this is what I've learned recently. This is what I've learned recently. It was completely open. Like, I could yeah, be with yeah. anyone. No, 100%. There, there isn't like a culture that I, don't, I, like, I haven't yeah. been like, involved with someone from, I guess. Yeah. Do you think that was ingrained in you from like very from a very early age? Do you think that that... Because I think, because yeah. we're talking about our mothers. Yeah. Yeah. I think from our mothers. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about My you. My mum from early. Yeah. She used to put down all Sierra women. She, really? She's the best one really? that was created. Yeah, because my mom in my family in Sierra Leone in like West African culture, there's a woman that's a part of a family and they're called the mummy. Yeah? yeah, the mum. My mum is mummy in it. So my grandma is called Auntie Auntie Marie. Okay. Yeah, I call my grandma Auntie Marie. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but my mum is mummy. So my mum's dad will call her mummy. Like her mum calls her mummy. So yeah. my yeah, mum is mummy. The same. My mum, my grandma calls bit. my mum mummy. So there you go. You get me. Yeah. That's that's my Marjay, isn't it? So my Marjay used to always be on this like, Listen, man, I'm the real Sailor Queen, but everyone else, <laughs> I don't know. Like, so from early, I was just like, okay. cool. But like, yeah, when I was young, when I was like in school, I loved black girls. I don't know what it was, G. They're the only girls I liked. That was that was me with black guys. When I was in school, I was like obsessed. But maybe because I didn't. When I was in school, there was only white girls. (laughs) But then when I got to college, there was only black girls. It's like. But also, I don't know. Not to get like, like, psychological with it, but Mm. you know, you are very close to your mom. I'm really close to my dad. Were you close to your dad? Yeah. Like we want to see that in our partners and not in an ancestral way but in like a you know the qualities that yeah yeah, and and your role model you'd like to see parts of your role Mm, model in in the people that you're with you know so yeah maybe your missus is French Algerian but she might have similar traits to your mum yeah like my dad my my dad and my boyfriend have like really weird traits but like my boyfriend's mixed race yeah and my dad's white Uh, yeah but I think like you're saying I'm exactly like my girl's dad, like the same brother. Mm. Like he wears all my clothes. Mm. <laughs> all my arms. I come to the yard, he's always in my garden. <laughs> but you know what? I think that this is why it takes me so long to find, or at least like to go on a date with a guy. Because I'm uh, like, wait a minute, you've got to tick so many boxes mm. to, for uh, me to like. He, they, he might show you a couple of new boxes you weren't thinking about on yeah. that date though. Yeah, Ooh. yeah true. Ooh. 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 I feel like we're like taking <laughs> Um, yeah, it's true. So I want to talk about the item that you brought today, which Jeez. was a quote. I feel like you have a quote. I had one, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had, I actually had two. Yeah. But this one came to me a little bit earlier. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't bring any items, guys. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. You're it's fine. Every week on This Is Spoke, you know yeah. what it is. We get our beautiful guests to bring for a special item. Whether yeah. that's a book, a quote, maybe it's a tweet, maybe it's a film. Mm. Or maybe um, it's you... in a container that's already been 
Well, no, no. My special item is not the biryani I ate this morning. <laughs> we will get onto that in a second. Um, <laughs> I brought, um, I brought. Well, I thought about this just before we started the podcast. I've been reading a poet called Nayara Wahid. Okay. Um, she's African American. Um, and she writes really concise, tiny poems. And it's all in this book. Um, and it's like, a, I don't know, it's just really beautifully presented and really, really concise. And it's amazing that someone can come up with so so much, or provoke so much thought yeah. with so few words and so few sentences. So I, I had this. I lost a whole continent, a whole continent from my memory. Unlike all other hyphenated Americans, my hyphen is made of blood, feces, bone. When Africa says hello, my mouth is a heartbreak because I have nothing in my tongue to answer her. I do not know how to say hello to my mother. And then she ends it with hyphen African-American too. Wow. Yeah. That is very deep. How many? It's mad deep. Is, Is that the first one you've read so far from her? No, no, no. I've read the whole whole book. Okay. But it's just because we had the conversation about yeah. um, not knowing your mother tongue. And yeah. when she said my mouth is a heartbreak and I read that, yeah. like I read it like months ago, I, it just stayed with me. And she calls, you know, Africa her mother. Yeah. And I was talking yeah. about how African-Americans, they don't, they don't, you know, they've yeah. had to almost make their own culture. Yeah, they have. You know, a lot 100%. Of, uh, like my, a lot of my African-American friends, when I go in their houses, the ones that are like conscious will have like all this Egyptian stuff in their house and it's like, and like that's, yeah, that's what yeah. they'll like associate with. And like, respect to that because you know what, they were stripped. Africa. They were stripped. Yeah, no, 100%. But I just, mm. in that moment, I thought to myself, yeah, I'm so lucky to know so, so much. Like the difference between the West Africans, East Africans, mm-hmm. South Africans. This is so, mm-hmm. Africa varies so much. It's wild to me that it's considered like one race. To call black people one race yeah. actually to me is kind of wild still. Well, it, yeah, it's so 100%. different. Even just saying African yeah. American, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, mad. Even just so saying that. So that one, that one was, yeah, that's a special one for me. And then I had yeah. one more poem. One second. I just find it funny. One sec. Uh, saying that and draw for the poem. Yeah. Draw for the lang. It's by Philip Larkin. It's called This Be The Verse. One second. Let me just get it up. I know it off by heart, but I just You've got poems on deck. Yeah. I respect it. Okay. They fuck you up, your mom and dad. They may not mean to, but they do. They fill you with the faults they had and add some extra just for you. But they were fucked up in their turn by fools in old-style hats and coats who half the time were soppy stern and half at one another's throats. Man hands on misery to man. It deepens like a coastal shelf. Get out as early as you can and don't have any kids yourself. The only reason why I like that one. I love that one. I actually love that one. Particularly, it's not, you know, it's not about ethnic parents. It's a white man that wrote it, but the line, but they were fucked up in their turn by fools in old style hats and coats who half the time were soppy stern and half at one another, one another's throats. Like, that's what I was talking about with the generational thing yeah. where it's like, you went through shit for ages and now it's come down to us. And sometimes I feel like we have a responsibility to be doing the clearing up. Yeah. Especially because we're able to have conversations about depression, about anxiety, about mental health. Even if we're talking about grime, we're talking about music. Yeah. You know, people you wouldn't associate mental health issues with like Bugsy Malone for example Bugsy yeah. Malone is out here talking about depression talking about anxiety like mm. we're all we're all joining the conversation now like even people from ENDS and like yeah. that's so important like that's so important mm. to me that is so important to me um, and yeah that's that's why I, that's why I like this poem no I love that poem because what <laughs> I took from it was like what do you think the responsibilities of parents are in educating like their mixed race children 
Because mm. I think that that's really interesting. It's just, up to them, isn't it? I think just to, think? Just to teach you're, you're pride, man. Yeah. Just to yeah. teach pride, man. Massively. That's what it is, to teach pride. Yeah. Do you think they should? it, it should be that they go out their way to teach pride? Because what's your experience? Obviously, you've... Like, it, was, it wasn't It was spoken about until it was problematic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm unlucky in, in some ways because, like, we dealt with, like, really quite aggressive, violent racism. You know what I'm mm. saying? Whereas I felt like a lot of people in London or in inner London yeah. maybe didn't deal with in the yeah. same way. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. getting chased, getting beat up, can't go to this road, can't go on that estate, can't yeah, go in yeah, that pub. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... I think my parents were just kind of reacting on their feet. So when my mum mm. says, look, you've just got to start fighting. <laughs> Do you know what well, I mean? Well, it's about survival. It becomes Trust. a question of a survival you know I mean? yeah. as opposed yeah. to like, that's why I said I wouldn't want to be that mixed race person that sits there complaining da, 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 yeah. about these, you know, you need to have perspective. Yeah. And like when I talk to people like yourself, yeah. Yeah. like generations above me yeah. that have lived in London, yeah. you know, back in the 80s and the 70s, yeah. like. Yeah. yeah and, and then my dad's thing was always kind of like, Look, like, you can still be, like, a respectable young man out here. It doesn't matter what they think of you. Do you know what I'm saying? But you were in survival Learn mode. how to speak. Do, 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 do. do you know what I mean? Walk yeah. properly. Like, hold your head high. Do you know what I mean? Look at how rich our music is. Do, 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 do. Was, yeah, I, I guess for me and, and my kids, I just want them to be proud of everything that mm. they are and just see it as, like, a superpower, not, <laughs> like, an that's obstacle sick. or something yeah, that yeah, they've yeah, got yeah. to deal with because yeah, that's what it kind of yeah. was for us, I feel like, maybe, yeah. you know? Yeah. And she's lucky to be around two parents that are mixed as well. I'm proud. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So you, it's not even a conversation yeah. of. It doesn't sound like you need to sit her down and go, "Well, little one." No, because yeah. you you practice what you preach yeah. as opposed yeah. to having to preach it to. I much. know it's working already. The, the, she has a child mind though, and she told me that she won't eat all the food, and she thinks it's because the, her food's bland in it, and we send in yeah. fancy food, which <laughs> she meant rice. So I think. I think my girl's taken on, you know, the cultures of her parents just like That's naturally it, now, you know. Yeah. On that note, you mentioned how rich your music is. We're going to talk about your music, wrap this episode. Thank you so much for coming on, joining us today. So give yourself a little plug and let us know what you're doing. Oh, what are you up to, Swindon? Well, I've just released my album, No More Normal. Jeez. Still hitting the streets <laughs> hard. Amazing. And um, yeah. thank you. Um, yeah, it's sick. Have you got nice. shows coming up? No, I'm st- I'm stopping now. You're yeah. I've done my shows. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. You did Pop- Bush Hall. It looked amazing. Did Bush Hall, yeah. Glastonbury. We've had like Jeez. loads yeah. of incredible shows. It's like, it's been, it's like super ambitious show. Some of these shows we had. I saw because you got the brass band on there too. Yeah. Right? Bush yeah. Hall, we had 27 people on Crazy. stage. And that's not night. a big stage. Crazy. It's not a big stage. It's not a big stage. Glastonbury, we had about 20 people on and off stage. So it's not a kind of show I can do every week. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done my 10. I'm going to get back in studio. What's it like when they're all just doing your music, bro? Yeah, it's like, it's a bit, it's our, it becomes our music. Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you know what I'm saying? It becomes like, because you work, so for example, like Cody's on your album, but you've also produced for him. Yeah. Mm. Um, And like, obviously, like his newest stuff as well has that liver sound, which is, what you're known for so yeah. it's uh, kind of it's. I find that amazing because it's like yeah no that's Koji we all know Koji's voice yeah. but we know Swindle's production now yeah. and yeah. the fact that you both have like really honed into your crafts yeah. and because you know it so well there is no there's you, you, there's so much confidence in standing with someone yeah, yeah, and being yeah, like it's yeah, our work because yeah. we, we're not alone yeah. anymore yeah exactly yeah. 
And because you know what you're doing. And so people will hear that and be like, that's a proper swindle beat. No one's going to compare you because you have, you have carved out exactly where you stand and who you are, particularly with this new album, I think. Yeah, well. no, massively. Massively. Jeez. Yeah, I like... Koji especially feels just like everyone knows Koji. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it feels, it feels yeah, like, like that's yeah. Koji. It feels like Missy and Timberland, or yeah. do you know what I mean? Dre and Snoop, or whatever. It's just like super easy that link up, and like yeah, find that five times, mm. go on tour with all those people. <laughs> it's yeah. just like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of the one still. Yeah, yeah. You know? Congrats! Oh, that's that's it. Yeah. All about yourself. Um. I am going to America on Monday for the first time Jeez. to do writing um, in LA. Jeez. How do you feel about Like, pretty British about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I feel like they're not going to understand a lot of the things I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to be like, right, I want to talk about Old Kent Road. Don't, yeah, don't oh, say what, what is Old Kent Road? Don't is say it like, toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or toilet. Don't, don't ask for the toilet. Don't ask for the bin. You have to ask for the trash can. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I just feel like I'm going to become like a hyper version of myself. And like just like Joy Creek 2.0. Like, 2.0 Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, And then I've got I've just got um, A couple plans For the autumn But just hush stuff Basically Jeez. But yeah I'm writing I'm writing music And I'm getting inspired Hence why I just Carrying poems around Yeah I write it. We, Yeah we appreciate it I've come up with this thing To like read um, a poem To my partner every night Wow Because that, nice. like, that's Not only in a love way But like I just feel like It's um it's nice to end the night not on Instagram feed but mm. on like uh, alright let me read you a poem from this book or you know because I'm reading it, it and I'm taking it in myself and he takes it in that's it I just feel like I narrate better boom yo this is Zoo and this is Fan thank you very much Troy yeah thank, thank you, you so very much, much Swindle. Swindle. Is thank you for coming thank through you for having absolute us. pleasure thank you for having me show. I feel like we've just mixed all our heritage together yeah put it into and just one. created one big curry <laughs> One supreme race, but <laughs> <laughs> boy, you are some mad leader. <laughs> Boom! Hey guys, if you're loving the podcast and want to support the cause, make sure to rate and review us. Make sure you tell your friends and follow us on Insta and Twitter at This Is Spoke Pod. Pod. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.